0: I'm just gonna start. Okay. Okay. So today we are talking about overcomplicating marketing and how it's important to go back to basics and really figure out what works for you and what actually brings revenue to your business. <laughs> that was too official. That was
1: so official. Okay, we're talking about getting back to basics with marketing that was a good effort you had to really try for that one
0: I tried so hard I thought you were gonna love it I was like oh no she's gonna this is she's no it was a little
1: like boring flat like oh we're gonna talk about marketing today (laughs) (laughs) okay but for real we are gonna talk about marketing today but we're gonna talk okay we need to put a reel
0: together of all of these like blips this is hilarious okay you know know. know what focus Abby we're focused we got it okay Welcome to the Messy Hairstylist Podcast. I'm Kelsey Morris, and I'm Abby Warther. Whether you are a mess, literally or figuratively, we are here to help you take imperfect
1: action to find your success as a hairstylist. Today Today we're we're
0: going
1: to talk. So today we're going to talk about marketing, and (laughs) we cannot pull this together today. Okay, all right, here we go. Marketing one hundred and one with Abby. And Kelsey.
0: Yes. That is the Good. perfect intro. Nailed okay. it. All
1: right. Here we go. All right. We are talking about after 27 takes marketing today, but not all of these fancy schmancy marketing things. I've had a revelation in the last week or two that I myself need to get back to basics with marketing for my salon. I love marketing. There's so many different things that we can do to market our businesses. But when it comes down to it, sometimes we overcomplicate it. Right. And we are then exhausting ourselves with it. And then it
0: kind of then doesn't work. Yeah. And it gets exhausting. So, yes. like I mean, feel like Sometimes you just get caught in the vicious cycle of trying to market and you're not really like, yeah, to keep up and you're not really loving what you're putting out, um, but you're just putting anything out just to get it out there. So I think it's important to, like you said, go right back to the basics, break it all down and start off a little simple.
1: Well, and sometimes when we overcomplicate it, we maybe you're just putting stuff out that you don't like, but you also might not even be putting anything out because you're overwhelmed with the complication of marketing. So let's talk about what like the modern day complicated marketing is. Mm -hmm. So I think that when we think about marketing today as a hairstylist and salon owner, we are thinking about all the social media platforms we're talking, we're looking at showing up on Instagram and it's not even just like Instagram, TikTok, Facebook. If you're still doing that, it's like Instagram has like three different avenues to market.
0: Oh my goodness. I know you, that, that alone could take you all day because you have three different avenues there. Right.
1: Which is... The main feed, stories, stories, reels, well, and lives too. You could do lives. So there's four different ways that you can be showing up on Instagram. And if you wanted to like
0: rock it, you would be doing all of them every single day. Right. And that's just one place to market. That's That's one one place. So then you haven't even hit Facebook, right? which I love the fact that you said, if you're still doing that. Like it's like Facebook, Facebook, if you're still doing that, but I actually feel like Facebook is a pretty, you know, you could get, I still do the Facebook and there's some good, the Facebook, there's some good stuff on that Facebook.
1: There is. I mean, there's a lot of people still on Facebook. Obviously, it's a different demographic on Facebook. So you have to totally. know your, your, your audience. Is. Yeah. And mm-hmm. um, I mean, I just have everything directly post from Instagram to Facebook. So is it going to be That's the best? Say. Yeah. Is it going to be the best reach if you aren't doing it
0: organically on each platform? No. But um, at least but again, it's on there. But again, if you're overwhelmed and you're trying to just keep up and you're not sure where the basics are, you're just posting content to content and like, you're like, who cares? At least I got something on Facebook. Right. So right. yeah. And then right.
1: I know some of these younger stylists are starting to build out TikTok accounts for their hair business. Um, I haven't even ventured into that yet.
0: I but- do not have the capacity for TikTok. It is so overwhelming to me.
1: It yeah, it could be. I mean, I'm wa- I'm on TikTok. I'm watching TikTok now, but I I'm not really actively creating on it. Um, but I mean, I have I have ideas to help venture into those things. But it all comes back to getting back to the basics first, because if you're feeling overwhelmed with your marketing, you can't now jump into another platform or even really trying to like double down and start doing all of the things on Instagram. Exactly. That really isn't getting back to basics either.
0: Exactly. Right. Exactly. Well, I think we agree when we were talking about this, that for us, what works best is email marketing.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. I love email
1: marketing. I I love email marketing. I love it for so many different reasons. And I know I, I work with a lot of hairstylists in my balayage programs, and we talk about marketing and so we can build our businesses with balayage. And there's probably a very small percentage of them that actually do email marketing at all. So I find so many hairstyles don't do it. And I actually think it's the most um, foundational piece of marketing that you can be
0: focusing on. Don't you think? Yeah, I definitely agree. And I think that's so interesting that some people don't do it at all, but I could see where not exactly knowing where to start would, Mm -hmm. would prevent you from starting at all. Um, And not understanding that it is so important. And why it's so important would make you feel like these other other ways of marketing would be more valuable. So I think what's Abby and I um we love to give and take from each other. And we were just talking about um the fact that you switched over to MailChimp mm-hmm. and how that works. So I think it'd be really cool if you broke down a little bit about what your email marketing looks like.
1: Yes. Okay. So and it's gonna be super real and transparent here. So as even though I love email marketing. Now I have two different businesses, my education business and salon business. So for this whole marketing discussion, I am strictly talking about salon business, my business at the chair and my entire salon itself. So for my salon email marketing, I have not been consistent this year with it. Um, I used to email out once a month to the salon that was not as consistent. And there's a few reasons why, but one of the reasons is where I was actually hosting my email marketing. And I use Vigaro, which is my booking system. A lot of people use that and they have their own built-in email marketing system. You, You can pay a little bit more for it. And it is great for convenience because when you get that client... In your chair, and you have their you you um obtain their Who email. You have their
0: email, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: It's just so easy. So if, like if you're starting out, that's a great place to start, is with your booking software is to send out emails through them, but um, it's also not as great for marketing um as like something like MailChimp, which I just I literally just switched everything over this weekend and sent my first email through MailChimp. So going forward with my email
0: marketing. Yes. Well, I just have a question. Okay. <laughs> Could you tell I was about to raise my hand? Like yeah. I felt like I was raising my hand. I'm like, like did I
1: say something wrong? And do we need to cut this? Okay. What's your no, question?
0: My question is so okay. If you're no longer using Vigaro for marketing, how do you get the new email addresses over to Mailchimp?
1: So the the current ones that I had in Vigaro already, you have Trans- to do a simple manually export. Yes. So you're
0: saying how to obtain new email. New ones? So if you're getting new clients, how are you making sure that their email addresses are going over MailChimp? Yes. That's a great question. So,
1: Thank you. Yes. So what I will be doing is um, once a month, or maybe I might do more often, but at least once a month, I'll run a report on Vagaro for any new clients. And then from there, I can export that new client list and put that into mail chip. So there does have to be a system there. Now, I haven't looked into this yet, but there is a service called Zapier, which is Z A P I E R, mm-hmm. and it is a service that can connect two different systems online. Um so I don't know if Figaro is part of that, but a lot of times you could take, let's say it did work, you could set the Zap up so it can take um, the Vegaro contacts directly into MailChimp and you don't have to do a thing. But um, if that doesn't, if that's not an option for me, I'm just going to manually do it with a system of like once a month, I'm going to sit down and put those people in.
0: Okay. That that's what I was curious about because for, for us talking about going back to basics, um, I want to make sure that this is relatable, that people are going to be able to utilize what we're saying. And I want to make sure that they know how to get there. So I, I love that you're giving us this talk on MailChimp and then I'll tell a little bit about, you know, maybe I want to say a even simpler version, (laughs) because if you're just starting out, um, I think there are benefits to both ways of doing this. So keep, keep on, keep on. Okay. So
1: my, my strategy going forward with email marketing is I'm going to be emailing uh, the salon clients list once a week. And um, the reason why I love email marketing so much is that it's definitely more of a connection. You can speak and connect more with your clients than on social media or anywhere else. And really, if we think about it, if we're lucky on, let's say, Instagram or Facebook, we are lucky if 3% of our followers see our post with the algorithm. But when you have a really healthy email marketing list going and you are emailing them consistently, you can get anywhere on the low end of 30% of people opening up your emails all the way up to 70, if you have a smaller list. So to me, it's a no brainer. An email is going to get actually opened and read by your actual clients when we're lucky if they even see it on social media. So, right. so that's what I'm going to do going forward. And every single week, I'm going to be emailing about Um, educational things. I'm going to be teaching them about hair care tips, styling tips, our favorite products, um, booking certain services, different educating clients on the different types of upgrades and add-ons in my salon, just truly educating them and offering them a solution to what they want. Right. And
0: it's important to not just go at it with Sell, 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 exactly. You don't want to just come sell, sell, sell. You want to add value to them in this email, whether it's a little tidbit of information. Um, One thing I would like to send an email out about next week and next week in my email is going to be um, like how to keep your hair healthy during these winter months and just give them like three facts, three easy ways to protect their hair during the winter. And then they're getting some kind of value, some kind of tidbit, but then also talk about booking hair appointments. So it's not just selling. And I have stylists be like,
1: I don't know what to talk about. And I say, listen, when you're in the salon, your clients are asking you questions about their hair. My hair gets so oily. Is there something I can do? Why is it getting so oily? I keep using this on my hair, but my hair still feels damaged on the ends. There's questions that they're asking, or my hair keeps fading, brassy. You can answer those questions and you can even tell that story in an email. Say I had a client last week that asked me blah, 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 and and share that. In the, in there, so that's so cool. That's such a good I, idea. I actually had another one of our Sunlights educators. She had asked about email marketing um, in our private Facebook group with our Sunlights team, and she said, um, "I I don't like getting emails myself personally when people are selling to me constantly. I don't even want to eat." Um, but I do want to open those. So I know I need to start sending emails, but I don't want to just be selling constantly. So I said to her, I was like, a good rule of thumb is the 80 20 rule. So in each email, you can have 80% of that email be providing value, being a resource for people, mm-hmm. and then 20% of that being selling. So then you're that. never going to feel like you're just straight selling to someone. Now, I do want to say this before you tell us your even easier hack for email marketing. Um, I did send out my very first email with MailChimp today. And Mm -hmm. I know that it had better deliverability. That's how you say that word, because I knew a lot of people were opening it right away. Also, what I saw, because these great email platforms will give you a lot of stats, I saw instantly within an hour of sending this email to 22, 2300 email addresses, 40 people unsubscribed like that.
0: And you said you loved that. Why, yes, why do you love, love that? It. She's like, wait, I'm going to tell you later. So tell me why yes. you love that. And and, and first
1: I'm going to say why I'm sharing this, because I, I hear a lot of stylists say to me when they talk about email marketing, I'm just so afraid when I send that email, I'll get people unsubscribing. And so I wanted to share, I had 40 people in an hour unsubscribe, and I am so excited about it because one, I've had this email list growing for the last 10 years. So there are people on this email list Mm -hmm. that are so irrelevant to my business now, and I don't know if they are or are not until I send out emails and then they decide this is not relevant to me anymore. Whether they moved away, whether they're not a client anymore, they found a new hairstylist, new salon, or who knows what it is they're unsubscribing. And that's great. The more people that unsubscribe, the more I start to have a cleaner list of clients who actually want to hear from me and be in my salon. Mm -hmm. And when you have a cleaner list, then you actually, the emails will go out to more people and more people will be able to open them. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: So I love it because we are not for everybody.
0: Yeah. And you know what? It kind of takes, they like just eliminated themselves. It's kind of yes. nice. They don't even have to stress about it. Like, do they want to hear this? It's like, if they don't want to hear it, unsubscribe, be done. Exactly. Bye. Exactly. So,
1: so don't be afraid of those unsubscribes on email marketing, actually be excited about it because know then all of those people that are continuing to get your emails want to get your emails. Think about yes, that big choice. old number of people who are still there and not the 40 people. Right. You know, I, I guarantee if if somebody would, okay, I had 2,200 send out 40 of them unsubscribed. Am I seriously going to lose sleep over these 40 people?
0: No. Well, no. And because, you know, the other people had a choice to stay with, to stay with you, to stay listening to you. And I feel like that kind of actually feels better.
1: Yes. And I also got to see how many people clicked on the booking buttons on the link to shop for holiday gift sets and all these things. And and those are the things that I'm going to focus on and celebrate. So,
0: okay. So that leads me to this, which I really love this insight because, um, so my easier version is, so I use gloss genius, which I've talked about a lot and they definitely have their own email marketing system. I think what I feel like is very interesting and why i I believe you moved over was because you like to have these insights. You like to be able to see who's opening, who's doing, who's clicking the shop now button or or book now button. Um, And I feel like that is very valuable information for you Mm -hmm. to know where you're at. Um, So that is the one thing that I feel like I am missing. And that is interesting to think about, but if you need a simpler version, So if you just need to get into email marketing and you need a simpler way to start, um, most of your booking software does have an option for email marketing. So this is what I utilize because I know for me, I have just been so busy lately that I just don't have the, I just don't have, I always use the word, the capacity. I'm really good at knowing what my capacity is. I have found that out recently. Like I know where my capacity lies and it's like, I am not sure that if, if it was in my hands where I had to like move my emails over to the other, you know, my new clients, their email addresses, make sure I'm staying diligent and every couple of weeks moving them over to MailChimp. I feel like that might be too much for me right now. So I, I'm aware of that. So I make sure I send out my emails through my booking app, um, which is really easy. So with Glass Genius, it's literally a click of a button. You They even create templates for you, which is so nice. Um, so you can go in and select all your clients and send it out, and it just simplifies it. The things that I like to send out in my marketing are like what, what we talked about, um, talking about, you know, maybe some, some tips, um, also talking about holiday promotions. I like to talk about what's new in the salon. You know, we're now offering sparkling water, not just still water, you know. We're <laughs> so fancy. Yes, we have Cheryl's cookies for the holidays, things yes. like that, just to get people excited. Yes. But the thing that has been that works for me, which is, just a different type of marketing is whenever we have those like gaps in our day, it's so easy to just be like, you know what? I'm going to sit in the back and eat a cookie. I'm going to have my eat one of those Cheryl cookies and the eat sparkling those water. Cheryl. I'm going to have a sparkling water and a Cheryl cookie, but I am telling you every, if I have a gap in my day and I send out an email to my clients and I say, Hey, I had an opening today. First person to respond. I fill that appointment and then 12 more. Yes. It's like, Rapid fire. I love that.
1: Okay, so I love that you do that so consistently when you have an opening because what we see a lot is stylists and salons posting on their Instagram that they have openings. Yes, which I think is if you do it occasionally. Okay, agree. But if we're doing it consistently every single week, Mm -hmm. that you're that that's a detriment to yourself. That is not a good look.
0: Totally. I agree. And sometimes (laughs) I even feel that way. Like when I'm sending out an email, I'm like, Oh my gosh, are they going to think like, I don't have clients. And really I just preface it as as this, like due to a cancellation, I have an opening tomorrow. If you would like it, please respond. Here's the thing you are,
1: you're saying the exact same thing, whether you're putting that in your email marketing, or if you're putting on your Instagram stories, but your email marketing is going out to basically your clients,
0: your clients who are looking for an appointment
1: yes, and and you want to give them priority over right. some brand new random person on Instagram. And so when you're putting on Instagram, new people are saying that, and they don't know your business. So they might think, "Oh, she always has a lot of openings, you know, She's and all these openings available. and listen, we're all having cancellations left and right these days after the past two years, things have shifted. So, yeah, even stylists like Kelsey and I, yeah, we're getting last minute openings because people, are canceling and I'm having to exactly. tighten up that cancellation policy.
0: Yeah, that's that's for another day. We're yeah, gonna talk about that another. Day. Well,
1: I've already done that. We'll talk about that another day. That's for sure,
0: for sure. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So I think there's just a lot of different ways that you can use email marketing um, and really just simplify it. And my advice would be start somewhere. You know, mm-hmm. you don't have to go big. You don't have to go big right away. Just if you're using an online software, see what theirs is and start start getting your footing by doing that. And then once you've grown. Then think about MailChimp or these other things that really allow you to see who's opening, see the insights and really understand what you're where you're at but start somewhere and not let it overwhelm you.
1: Well, and like I moved over to MailChimp because I've been doing this for so long and I am a champ at my email marketing for my education business. So I've been wanting to up-level my email marketing for my salon business. So I've just, I have graduated to that, but I've been with Figaro for so long and doing it that way very successfully as well. So Mm -hmm. it's just a matter of starting anywhere, but you know, the whole point of this conversation is about getting back to basics with email or with, with marketing in general. And that's my belief that the basics is email marketing. I couldn't agree more. And that is the basics. So if you are doing social media but you're not doing email marketing, I think that maybe you should take a pause on the social media and set a strong foundation for email marketing. Because this is the picture I like to paint for people who want to really strengthen up their marketing and get back to basics. Imagine this. Imagine you had a strong foundation with email marketing and you were getting your clients' email addresses and you were emailing them, let's just say, once a month to start because that's a great place to start. Mm -hmm. So you're going to now sit down and write that email out every month and talk about the the different things you can teach your clients, products, promos, whatever it is you want to talk about in your email marketing. Think of that. That is like your foundation to your marketing. So then what if you take that email from every single month and you break that up into little chunks and now that can become your social media marketing? They're so brilliant, right? So we're not going to be recreating anything. We're going to repurpose. So now those little chunks of email marketing that are posts throughout the month, those can also, those can be chunked up and become Instagram stories.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: So to me, that's the easiest way. And that's what I'm doing with my salon too. I'm revamping our whole marketing strategy right now. And I'm starting with the core basics of the email marketing, and yeah. then making that be the inspiration for the rest of my marketing. Because when you do that, what you're talking about your in your email, that you're then talking about on your social media, that that you're then also talking about in your salon is a cohesive marketing messaging where your clients can be hearing the same thing in different places. And so if you're talking about this new gloss treatment that you have in the salon and all these different points, they're going to remember this and they're going to be asking, Hey, what about that gloss treatment you were talking about?
0: Okay. Well, let's break it down a little further because if you are like me and all of a sudden, you know, you're not the best marketing person. And now you're getting anxiety when Abby just said that. Cause you're like, what is happening? Um, I don't know how to make a cohesive story up- across my marketing. Okay. So what I just said, so that
1: that sounds anxiety inducing.
0: Oh my gosh. I'm it having does. a panic attack. Interesting. Okay. Yes. Okay. I, yes. like I, really I, want, like I, I wonder if anybody else gets anxiety I thinking about all of that. Like I can start with one thing I can be like, okay, yeah, I can send that email out now I got to figure out how to tie that into my story and my post. Okay. So I love this though. No, this is good because I want you to give us an example. Give us an example of, for instance, I want you to give me a your holiday email and then break it down and show me how you would put that into a story and into a post go. Oh my gosh. On the spot.
1: Okay. Yeah. You got it. All right. So what's, what's my holiday email? Give me a context of what, this email um, um might be talk talking about,
0: about, let's just talk about, um, what would be something that we would put out in an email, maybe like some, in around the the message of booking holiday appointments now. Yes.
1: Okay. I actually just did that. All right. I just did Great. this. Okay. Break it down. So one portion, one portion of my email that just went out was about, um, how The holidays are coming up and wanting to talk to them about pre-booking their appointment so that they have their appointment. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that we have to educate, this is is an educational thing, not just book your holiday appointment because that's boring. Exactly. Love this. Love this. I didn't just say book your holiday appointment. Um, In other parts of our marketing, I'll be talking about the types of services and blah, blah, blah. But this exact part in my email that just went out this morning, I'm going to be repurposing for our social media. And I'm going to be making a reel and I'm going to be making a story. And I'm actually going to turn that story into a highlight. So yes, this is how I'm doing it. So this portion of the email was talking about booking your holiday appointment and pre-booking. Now the reality at my salon is that majority of us stylists are very booked already. Mm -hmm. So people go to book online and there is nothing available. So I am on the new new crusade of, um, educating our clients on how to get on our wait list.
0: Yes. I was just thinking this. This is so great. Keep going. Yes. Okay.
1: So what I did was I talked, I had a little tiny blurb, not a lot of text of getting your holiday appointment, um, booking now. And also if you are having, if, if you're trying to, if your, um, favorite spot isn't open with your schedule for your schedule, Get on our waitlist now. Here's how you do that. I then took a screenshot of what it looks like to get on the waitlist and I made a post in Canva that said, tap this button here that says get waitlist. So I made a screenshot of what the online booking looks like and I educated them right there so that they know that the waitlist exists. I think most of my clients don't even know that. And that, that was
0: in your email. This is in your email. This was in the email that went out today. So cool. Okay. Yeah. Yes. And then so
1: now I'm going to be making a reel that is not showing the screenshot. That's not a bunch of text. It's not about that was my your next holiday question. appointment. Okay. I'm going to come up with something fun of just us being busy in the salon. And I I will come up with something fun. I'll use a trending audio of some sort and um, people wanting their appointments and somehow educating about um, getting on our wait list and, and maybe, Having it be like, because um, when people get on our wait list and someone cancels, my system will automatically plug the next person in. I don't even have to do anything. So it's That's like really cool. instant. So maybe I'm going to do something where like there's nobody in my chair. I had a cancellation and, oh, I just came up with the idea right now. Okay. I'm going to do a reel where I am standing at my chair and it's empty and I'm looking like, oh man, I had another cancellation. And, <laughs> then, I'm, <laughs> and then I'm going to do like a, oh wait. Let me check my wait list and I'll like probably do like a snap of snap. the fingers, do a transition, and I'll have one of my clients sitting in the chair and be like, she was on my wait list. And here is how she got her appointment, her holiday appointment. That's what that i do. That is so good.
0: That's I'm fun, right? so here for that.
1: So then I'm I am gonna make stories um about uh, it would be me talking to camera saying, just want to remind everyone that the hollers are coming up, book your appointment, but I know you're probably having trouble finding an appointment. I want to remind you that you can get on our wait list and then I'll share that screen share that I already took that screenshot and educate people in stories on that.
0: Okay. I see now the breakdown is incredible. And, and one thing I really noticed in your breakdown is that it wasn't all the same. So what I pictured was, okay, so I've got to take a, a picture of my email and then post it to my story and my post. That's the wrong way to do this. I think that's that's really really important for, (laughs) boring. And so that's why I wanted you to break that down. I mean, I knew that wasn't what you were doing, but I thought it'd be really interesting for our listeners to see it broken down like that. Not just this is what you should do, but this is, how you should do it, and that was a great example. And I think there is so much value in what you just said. And I think oh, people are going to well, love that. You put me on the spot, so now I need to write all that down um, and put it in my
1: project planning thing so I don't forget so that. Good. But I, I'll remember but, it. But that's if you want to trickle your core marketing piece of your mm-hmm. email
0: marketing and trickle that into, and you can start to see how it would trickle. So you can go back to basics. Yeah. Start with just your email. And, just and do then that. as you get comfortable with that, yes. realize how we could trickle into your social media. And that will kind of give you a roadmap for your marketing and really just starts out at the basics.
1: Yeah. Starts out at the basics. And also if you aren't making reels yet, then just go straight to stories. Do you got this. Yeah. Do whatever God. you can do, but find your core basics. Do not reinvent your your, your marketing. Just repurpose it and mm-hmm. say it in a different way. And they say rinse and repeat, and that's all you need to do. And then once you start practicing that, you'll realize that it's fun. Like you can tell when I was saying that I have fun doing this. I love yeah, doing you were, marketing. You were really excited. I get really excited. Like, I, I could it. do marketing all day long. So,
0: okay. so yeah.
1: So, okay. Do you, So now when I say that, do you not feel anxious? About no, I
0: feel so much better. That's why I was like, I need you to break this down for all of us. I wonder if anybody else gets anxious about stuff like that, or if it's just me. But what now you broke it down? I'm like, oh my gosh, I've got so many ideas. So yeah. hopefully this this episode really inspired the others, those of us who needed a little, <laughs> you know, okay, a little breakdown. Um, just to step outside our comfort zone and to, like you said, get back to basics and let it trickle on down. And like I said, just feel a little bit more comfortable
1: and I think every single hairstylist and salon owner going into the new year we always talk about new year's resolutions and starting fresh really if you're not doing it if you're not consistent or not doing it all really start taking email marketing seriously it will transform your business and it'll give your business a security that social media does
0: not give